Paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, and I am joined by Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. So last week, we talked about credit card fraud, common mm-hmm. types, what kind of things we can do to protect ourselves from becoming a victim. Mm-hmm. What are we going to dig into this week for Good Money Moves? Yeah, so this week we're shifting the topic a little bit. We're going to focus on family financial literacy. Oh, great. Yeah, and so the you know the reason I wanted to talk about this today is because I've been kind of reflecting on our conversation with Derek um, when we he came and um, talked about financial stress in Olmstead County, and in that episode, you know, he kind of shared research that touched on a lot of the topics that we cover repeatedly in this show. Um, you know, and, you know, it really just comes back to having that basic foundation of financial literacy in a lot of instances, right? So, and I think specifically of the example he gave around, you know, having those car issues that arise unexpectedly as one of those common triggers to, for people to kind of sure. fall into the cycle of ongoing financial stress because it just disrupts their their finances so significantly. And specifically, I was having the same thoughts, ironically, but... Mm-hmm. These catalytic converter thefts. Yeah. And what that could do to somebody who was kind of on the edge financially. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, you know, on this show, we talk about all the time the importance of having that that emergency fund, even if it's just, you know, $500, you know, in place to avoid situations like this from becoming that financial obstacle that just sends you into that spiral. Um, And so today, you know, specifically, I want to focus on family financial literacy because that financial stress that people feel that Derek talked about, it it affects an entire family unit. It's not just an individual person feeling that stress. It's, it can be the entire family. Um, and without parents having that solid financial literacy foundation themselves, you know, they can unintentionally set their kids up to continue to experience some similar stressors as adults, um, which we've also talked about in previous episodes as well. So just, uh, yeah. I think it's a great topic. And I guess before we really dive into this, I know the whole financial literacy piece is really important to the First Alliance Credit Union. And uh, now the family connection to that. Why is it so important for First Alliance to help the families with this financial literacy issue? Yeah, that's a that's a good question, Andy. I, you know, and there's a there's so many reasons why we kind of dedicate our time to doing shows like this and to sharing information on our blog. You know, it's the intention is to help families in our community become more financially literate. Um, because it's just really part of our mission. It's part of who we are. And, you know, our mission is that we place our members and future members needs first by providing compassion, guidance, and resources to promote their financial well-being. So the 
the drive behind this is really goes back to our core mission. It's really about who we are as a credit union. Um, but I also think that part of it is to really understand and kind of the definition of what financial literacy is. Um, and that's just, it's, it's actually quite simple. It's the ability of individuals to make appropriate decisions when it comes to managing their personal finances. And the only way that you can do that is to have a base level of knowledge, right? So we really believe that it's essential for the average family to know how to balance their budget, how to make smart purchases, how to know how to save money, right? And then understanding when it makes sense to take out a loan and when it doesn't, because there's a loan isn't always the, the best answer, um, but also how to plan for both those short and long-term goals um, that come up in life around your money. So it, you know, having a, a, just a basic foundation of financial literacy is what allows families to make these types of decisions from an educated and informed place, which really just leads to positive long lasting effects on a family's financial future and potentially for generations to come. So you can really kind of break those poor financial cycles that happen by teaching your kids a little bit more than what maybe you were taught. And hopefully that carries on from generation to generation. But I mean, essentially financial literacy is just, it's a critical component of what we stand for as a credit union. It's part of the core mission. Yeah, it is. So um, you mentioned the effect of financial literacy on children. Maybe can you talk about some of the advantages of uh, having your kids be a bit more literate when it comes to money? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the the advantages are really almost endless. Um, money touches just about every aspect of your life. Um, so knowing how to handle money from a really young age is... Um, it'll help your kids kind of avoid making poor money decisions as they enter adulthood. Um, and so this is something, you know, we have talked about a little bit in previous episodes Mm -hmm. as well, but studies, you know, consistently show that teaching children to be financially literate before they enter college and join the workforce is truly, it's essential to helping them achieve financial security and success as an adult. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Which, what does that even mean, right? I mean, that's so, so this, what it really translates to is having less debt when they grow up. Um, They're going to be better prepared to deal with financial emergencies that arise. Just remember, you know, going back to that um, example about those car troubles. Um, And Evidence even shows that it can help them reap the benefits of investing earlier in life as well, which means they're going to be more prepared for retirement. So it's really long-lasting, life-changing opportunities that you give your kids when you teach them about money management from a young age. Um, Because money is a tool. It's a tool that can have a very, very positive influence on someone's life. But if it's not managed properly... 
it quickly becomes that burden or that financial stress. Right. The stressor, life. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and this is true for people of all income levels. It doesn't matter how much money you make or don't make. You can fall into, you can feel financially stressed if you're not managing your money appropriately. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certainly instances where if you make, you know, below that poverty line, you're going to be, you know, no amount of budgeting is going to help you feel less financially stressed in those cases, but there are still things that you can do to make smart money choices with the money that you do have. Um, and you know, like, again, that goes back to, you know, teaching those money skills to your children is just going to help promote habits that will really serve them for their entire lives. Right. So it, it kind of comes down to as a family, you need to be on the same page about concepts like the value of a dollar how to save for your goals, how to spend responsibly. What does that look like to your family? And how do you manage a budget as a family? So there's a lot of things to to think about there. Well, and these are the basics. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And it seems, unfortunately, from the statistics that you've talked about over the many months we've been doing this program, Mm -hmm. uh, we're not doing this very well. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to do it well in in our society, I think. Yeah. There's a lot there's a lot stacked against families. Um, you know, you think the rising cost of health care and child care right. and um, you know, COVID did not do any favors to people's um, you know plus working the, lives the, the in me- a lot of cases. The media influence is also a instant mm-hmm. gratification. Exactly. Um, you know, here it is, get it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we're talking financial literacy for the whole family, hopefully to lessen stress about financial issues. With Jenna Tobel, First Alliance Credit Union, and we'll be back on Good Money Moves in a moment on Newstack 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. You want to feel important. You want to be a part Brownell of Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Today we're talking financial literacy for the entire family. Mm-hmm. And Jenna, given what you've shared already, it seems like the topic of financial literacy probably feels you know, daunting as far as a family taking mm-hmm. it on. Mm-hmm. Where, where should you start if you're a family if you've really never considered the topic before? Yeah, so, you know, thinking about all these different money topics that you want your kids to know before they grow up definitely feels daunting, right? Especially if you yourself don't feel confident about how you manage your money or that you have even, you know, if you don't know how to budget, how are you supposed to teach your kids how to budget? So that can definitely feel like a struggle and you're not really sure where to get started, but... Thankfully, you do not have to teach your kids everything at once. Actually, it's probably better if you don't dump everything on them at once because they're only going to absorb a small fraction of it. So when they're three, I shouldn't ask them what the GDP is. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Or your teenager either because it doesn't actually matter for your basic financial literacy Uh, needs. (laughs) But um, and it's also okay if you're learning along the way yourself, right? It actually is better for your kids to see that you're learning and growing in your own knowledge because that only kind of fosters that want to learn these things in your kids when they see you doing the same thing. So... 
So don't feel like you have to know everything in order to teach your kids something, right? Um, you know, but I think from a starting place, it's really best to start when they're small with small concepts. Okay. Um, so, it, you know, looking at that very, very basic level, you can kind of start talking to kids at as young as two, you know, kind of two to four is that sweet spot to really start with the very, very most basic money concepts. Like what are the units of money and how do you make a purchase? Like that seems so simple to you, but you got to start with that base knowledge. I give you money, you give me a thing in return. So teaching them that um, is a really good starting place. Um, then as they get just a little bit older, right, that, uh, that kind of elementary school age is five to nine or so. This is when their, their brains are going to be ready to start learning more about money management. Um, things like, what does it mean to earn money? What does responsible spending look like? What is saving money, right? So we talked about previously in episodes about that save, share, spend model. That's a really good age to introduce this, that model to, because it makes it really easy to break down what a budget is. Is this when I go and open an account at the First Alliance, at First Alliance Credit Union for the kid? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can open a savings account for your kid at birth, to be honest. So, um, but this yes, is where this they would might be. start using it, actually. Exactly. And they would kind of be able to grasp the concept of what it is to a degree. Um, and then, you know, as they get a little bit older, that kind of that preteen, middle schoolish age, about 10 to 12, this is when you can kind of start introducing the concepts of practicing kind of short-term money goals and putting into practice in real life more of those responsible spending habits that you are kind of starting to instill in them at that younger age. So this is where you can give them a little bit more control over that. Obviously not too much because they're still young, (laughs) but kind of practice setting those short-term money goals because that's going to, you got to you got to start with the very, very basics. If you go too long-term, they're going to lose interest. They're still very short-term, immediate-brained at that age. (laughs) you want this new toy, Mm -hmm. now it's time to start saving for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And you can start, you know, sooner than, you know, that 10 to 12. But if your kid is is ready, every kid's a little bit different. But these, so these are just general guidelines to kind of give you a framework to, to think through. If you've got kids in these age groups, these are things that you can be doing now to start instilling those financial literacy habits. Um, I think I, that was the age group where I started saving for my first car. Oh, sure. Craziness. But my, my grandfather instilled that in me. He said, you're going to be 16 years old soon. I'm thinking four years is a million years old. Yeah. But he said, you're going to want wheels. So now's the time to start saving. Oh, <laughs> that's great advice. That's great advice. It was great advice. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was probably a little bit older than that when I started thinking about driving. But, um, you know, I, you know, and so we talk about teaching your kids how to kind of spend their money responsibly. So I would say that that kind of 13 to 15 age range when they're in, you know, just starting out in high school, ending their their middle school time is when you want to kind of give them access to a debit card to be able to to use the money that's in that savings account that we talked about or that checking account at the credit union, right? That because this gives them a little bit of freedom to start learning how to manage that account effectively. Um, and the nice thing about 
giving your kid a debit card from First Alliance specifically is, you know, if you're connected to that account, you can have that debit card in that My Money or that My Cards feature within our app. So you can keep track of what they're doing. And if they're getting out of line, you can shut that debit card off. So it kind of and, and you can set some some rules up about what they can and can't spend. So it just, oh, cool. it's a good, yeah, yeah, it's really cool feature. Um, so you can kind of still can provide some guidance for them and help kind of control that and teach them along the way. It's not just a free-for-all <laughs> once you give them a debit card. Um, and then, of course, you know, as they reach those older ages, 16 and up, you want to just make sure that they really understand how to set and achieve those longer term savings goals. Um, you know, they're going to be heading off to college very quickly. And well. if they don't, this is where they need to really, really start developing that long term thinking um, so that they don't end up in, in a bad situation with their finances. Um, Which as soon as they leave often. the house, right? Yeah. <laughs> you give them a, give them a good head start in life. So just happen, again, it didn't happen to my family, but I know oh. people that when the kid went off and, made some really poor decisions, particularly mm-hmm. involving credit cards. Yeah, Ugh. it's common. Yeah. It's very common. And that's why it's so important to start kind of instilling these ideas um, as they get older and build on them as they get older and can kind of understand that this new set of information because this all of these things that we just talked about are all part of the thought process that they're going to need to be able to start making those decisions about whether or not to... T- use a credit card or should they use what they've saved do they even need a credit card maybe they maybe they don't you know it so these are all things that kind of help them kind of start thinking in those really positive financial thoughts i for lack of a better term right um but i think you know as we're talking through this this kind (laughs) of i know people think finances are boring i know (laughs) it's uh, so it's really really important that you remember to keep things fun and tied to real life when you're talking about financial literacy concepts with your kids, right? Because teaching your kids about money doesn't have to be a lecture and it really shouldn't be, right? Kids don't learn by lecture. They learn through play and by watching your behaviors. So I think it's important, you know, you can, it doesn't have to be these complex situations that you have to sit down and be like, okay, you know, two-year-old, here's, here's what money is. Like you can, you can create, um, kind of help them understand it through day-to-day situations, right? Just include them, include older kids in day-to-day financial decisions, you know, um, start giving them a small allowance for those younger kids. You can do things like play store. Yep. Right. Um, I remember my daughter when she was little, little, she loved to just set up her stuffed animals and she would be the, the, the little zookeeper. And I would come with my fake money that we had and I would buy the animals out of her zoo. And that was the, we could, she would play that for hours. (laughs) Loved, loved doing that. So, and then two playing, there are a lot of actually, you know, board games out there that have financial components to get to them that can kind of help 
foster some of these oh, yeah. ideas as well, right? Monopoly. I mean, the com- <laughs> yeah, Monopoly. Hate Monopoly personally, but <laughs> I know a lot of people who love it. Um, the Game of Life is a really good one, um, and it actually gives you a lot of interesting scenarios, right, to talk through as they're happening. And kind of a you can talk about them in a playful way, but with a real life bent to them, you know, so that they your kids start thinking about these things without really realizing that's what they're sure. doing. Um, you know, some other really common popular ones are Ice Cream Empire, Settlers of Catan, um, Day Trader, Merchants of Amsterdam. There's all kinds of them out there. You know, you've got to find the one that you're, is uh, the right age group for your kids and your family. Obviously um, not Monopoly for you, but... No, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> um, okay. All the other ones, though, are fine. <laughs> Um, but you know, I mean, you, you play these games with your kids, you help them kind of strategize during the game and perhaps even kind of suggest multiple ways that they can put their in-game assets to use, right? That's where you have the opportunity to take that play and turn it into some real life thought processes that are going to help them in the future. Like loans and monopoly. If you're getting into trouble and I happen to have a lot of property, I can give you a loan. Yep. But you're going to put that property up as collateral. Exactly. (laughs) But you're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, it just kind of helps your kids learn the important concepts like budgeting, planning for the future. And it really just all falls under that guise of play, which kids as young as two all the way up to teens in, I mean, and into adulthood, who doesn't enjoy you know, their playtime, you call it free time as an adult, but it's your playtime. All right. We're talking financial literacy. For the family. We'll continue in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It's always the same. After every storm, the street. And Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Financial literacy for the family is the topic today on Good Money Moves. Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union with us. And Jenna, you used, you mentioned allowances yeah. just a few minutes ago. What are some of the financial literacy benefits of actually using the allowance model with kids? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, giving kids an allowance, it just gives them that firsthand experience with money, um, including those kind of rewards of reaching savings goals and even the real life risk of spending impulsively, which are those hard money lessons that it's better that they learn it earlier in life (laughs) instead of later in life. Right. You know, and I think giving your kids an allowance also allows them to feel this greater sense of appreciation for the things that they do buy with their own money. Um, you know, when you're the one that has to lose that $10 to get the thing you want, you start to appreciate that thing a little bit more than if mom and dad shelled out the $10 for it. Right. Um, and you know, there really aren't any strict guidelines on how much allowance to give. It's really up to you, your budget, what you feel is appropriate for your kids based on their age and and the types of things that you're going to require your kids to do to earn that allowance. Right. 
and you know, too, I, no one says an allowance has to be paid in direct cash either, right? It, it could be paid in other benefits to your kids, such as you know, you're going to pay their cell phone bill sure. if they're a little bit old, an, an older child, or something like that. Um, but that being said, there is um, definitely kind of a, a good link between handing your kids that straight cash, um, especially when you tie it directly to maybe some chores that they have to do in the house, right? Absolutely. There's just, there's a benefit to that connection between the chore and the direct financial outcomes of that. And this is also going to help familiarize them with the concept of working to earn money. Money doesn't grow on trees. That's what it my doesn't, dad used unfortunately. To say. <laughs> yeah, we all wish it did. <laughs> Um, but, and this is one thing too, that I think is important. You know, when you do give your kids that allowance, do it together as a family. Um, you give each kid their allowance and then reiterate why each of them is receiving the amount they received. If if this is especially helpful, if you have the, that allowance tied back to the chores that they've done earlier in the week, right? Because it just helps set that expectation as a family that this is, these are the things that we value. And this is the result of, of what you get for doing those expected things, right? Um, But it also gives you an opportunity to have some really good conversations with your kids as a family about, you know, what are they planning on using that money for? Are they going to save it? Do they have something they want to spend it on? You know, how are they... How are they coming towards those financial goals that maybe you set previously to giving them that allowance? So it it just provides that really good opportunity to come together as a family and talk about money in a really positive way. Um, Yeah. And I, you know, I mentioned earlier in the show about that save, spend, share model for budgeting um, that we've talked about you know, back in episode 91, you know, this is a really good framework to, you know, have those conversations around as well. So just some things, some food for thought. How can we, uh, as a family, go about incorporating financial literacy into day-to-day activities in our day-to-day lives? Yeah, it's really all about looking for opportunities as they present themselves in real-life situations. So for younger kids, um, it's all about teaching, you know, money, habits and skills while you're doing your shopping, your grocery shopping. You know, you want to tell your kids how much money you have to spend and what your priorities are before you get go to the store. And once you're there, show them why you're picking one item over another and explain things to them that might be important. Like I'm, you know, discounts or I have a coupon for this and this is going to save me this money and this is why I'm choosing it. Um, And you can also have those conversations around, well, this one might be more expensive, but the value of it is, you know, better because it's going to last me longer or, you know, so talk through those types of things with them. And it can be really fun, too, if your kids are old enough to read and do some basic math, ask them to help you find the best deals on the items on your list because it will it will keep them busy at the store because they're going to be trying to solve this puzzle you just gave them. Um, but they're also going to feel really connected to what you're doing as a family and feel like they're contributing to the family in a really positive way. Um, and then at the end of your shopping trip, if you come in under budget, celebrate that with them. Make a big deal about it. So kind of just 
just some things you can do with some of your younger kids. Now, if your kids are older or maybe a teen, you know, it can be helpful to involve them in making bigger financial purchases. And so what that could look like is if you're thinking about going on vacation or maybe you need to buy a new appliance, you can include your older kids in the process and kind of by letting them help you with some of that initial research that goes into making those bigger financial decisions, right? So talk to them about the factors that go into making the decisions. How much money is it? Where do we need to go? What are the things that we need to get out of this purchase, right? And how, and have them compare some options for you. Kids are online all the time. <laughs> Let them do that research for you, you know? And at the end of it, they're gonna just feel really proud to know that they've helped, you know, make this really important financial decision for the entire family. Yeah, should we get the minivan or the Corvette? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even, yeah, and it's kind of a silly example well, a, a little bit, but, they will ultimately probably come to the correct decision and it will be beneficial for them to go through that exercise. Um, You know, and another thing you can do as well is really start, you know, especially for kids that have, uh, you know, a job and they're kind of earning, maybe earning a little bit of their own income is to start giving them some financial responsibility for themselves, right? So for example, if they have a vehicle, they should be responsible for paying for the gas to drive that vehicle. So just little things like that, that are day to day, but they matter in the long run. Well, Janet, as usual, we covered a lot of ground, but there's a lot more to be discussed as far as financial literacy and families. Where can I find uh, more information? Yeah, well, as always, I encourage everyone to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week out there, all about different financial literacy topics, including a lot of the stuff that we've covered in today's show. Um, I mentioned a couple past episodes as well of the Good Money Moves show, and you can listen to that um, at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify, um, you know, and we also provide at firstalliancecu.com in our online resource center, a lot of free financial tools like a budgeting calculator, budgeting worksheets, goal setting worksheets, debt consolidation calculators, all kinds of tools like that, that you can access for free. You don't have to be a member um, that you can use to kind of start setting some um, good financial literacy components into your family life, right? Right. Um, But of course, I, you know, really strongly encourage you to meet with our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. You know, we're here to help you and your family get pointed in the right financial direction. And our team at First Alliance is, is, wants to help you get there. Fantastic, Jenna. Thank you so much. And we'll chat again next week. Absolutely. With more Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. This is Twins Territory and your Minnesota Twins